calling all lovers of mystery and fans of a good story. If you haven't already heard me talk about June's journey, you're in for a treat. It's time to don your detective hat in this free hidden object mobile game that delves into the captivating journey of June Parker, a self-proclaimed detective on a quest to unravel the mystery surrounding her sister's untimely death. In June's journey, you get to play as June, deciphering clues and unveiling secret plots within thousands of beautifully illustrated scenes. And did I mention it's set in the glitzy 1920s? New chapters are added weekly, so you will never run out of new thrills to uncover, and you can also personalize and decorate your very own Orchid Island where the story takes place. How sharp are your detective skills? Find out when you download June's Journey on your Android or iOS device, or play online via Facebook games. Your detective journey awaits. Contained herein are the heresies of Radolf Buntwine, erstwhile monk-turned-traveling medical investigator. Join me as I uncover the blasphemous truth of a plague-ridden world, that ours is not a loving god, and we are not its favored children. The Heresies of Radolf Buntwine, coming January 2nd, wherever podcasts are available. Hello and welcome to the IGN UK podcast. I'm joined by the two most beautiful people in video games oh. history. Mm-hmm. To my left, Rory Powers. Beauty man. <laughs> beautiful man. Beautiful Joe. Thank you. It's very good. Very clever. To, to my right. We're not going to add any more adjectives on front of my name. There's already too many syllables in my name. Alicia. If it was then beautiful, Alicia, it would just, literally, it's too much. Beautycia. Are you drunk? I wish. <laughs> <laughs> That's for you to find out, baby. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, just before we started recording this, we realised that Alicia doesn't know what bumming means. It was I- big. I have what? It was big news. <laughs> okay, I was like putting bumming and bit together. <laughs> now I do know what bumming is. Sorry, I'm just moving that clock. You carry on. <laughs> on you go, mate. Jesus. <laughs> no, basically, we were talking about how Gav and I are tonight going through this horrible Resident Evil experience. Bumming experience. I mean, that would Jesus, also be Gav. horrific. <laughs> but it's a. It's a I mean, to be fair, when I, when I said actors, this has got to be three quarters an hour, I was like, not if you keep saying bumming. <laughs> can you just yell? If it's really, really scary, can you just yell bumming? Because it'll bumming. make aren't, me laugh. Aren't the actors allowed to touch you in this They're experience? They're allowed to touch us. Yeah, right. I'm terrified. So this experience to... just got a whole lot more bum like. <laughs> so I want to bring our Finchie doll that an amazing person made for Prepare uh, to Try because the table. I uh, would tally. feel I would feel a lot safer with Finchie. A bummable Finchie. <laughs> you said something about bumming him, and it was so out of context. I was like, what does it actually mean? But um, now I know. Yeah, we can talk about that next week. Actually, we're going yeah. to a, a scary experience. My favourite thing about it is that Krupa created a Trello card, which is how mm. we keep track of all the things we're going to do, and everything else is like I fucking love preview, yeah, preview yeah. news. <laughs> Resident Evil shit your pants nightmare experience. (laughs) (laughs) Which keeps popping up with notifications for it, which is brilliant. I I literally, like, I don't... Look, feel my hands again. Look, feel my hands. Like, just just thinking about it all day. As soon as I start thinking about what we're doing, I go... That's a moist palm you've got. (laughs) It's very moist. I don't think that's connected. I think you just got just got sweaty palms. Maybe you're moist in general, like the baddie from X Men. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) We like it's escape the room, so I can just go up to the sides of the bars and squiggle through. Isn't that quite good? Were they uh, trying to make them all like water? No, it's Pokemon. We've had this exact discussion before (laughs) on the podcast. It's somewhere, probably in public. It's that they're trying to mutate him, and it goes wrong, and all his cells break down, and he turns into a special water Water man. Beast. A squidgy boy. Is there a scene where he just literally turns into water? Yeah. yeah. Okay, yeah. good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because he just on, like splashes on. Yeah, he's yeah. on the operating table and yeah. Storm's like prodding at him and oh, then he just yeah. suddenly collapses he, into no, water. He Storm's like, like, he like, 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 like his face blows up and then... Uh. I like it when he's waters. like a big nude 
Donald Trump yeah, on, on a beach. Yeah. <laughs> and there's Getting like a kid that drops his sandcastle-making yeah, yeah. equipment. Because he's seen an old man's watery balls. Speaking of X-Men, should we talk about Logan very yes, briefly? Shall. The we new can. trailer just came out. Oh, I think it's fantastic. It's a and great trailer. It's a very interesting bit where it's confirmed that X-Men comics exist in the X-Men universe. I love that. What? That's, That's cool. really That's awesome, cool. Yeah. And Wolverine goes... Only a quarter of it is true. Mm. And it's like, that's quite a cool thing. Wow. Yeah, I really like Although that. it doesn't really make sense considering, isn't I don't really keep track of all those timelines, but yeah. isn't the point that all the mutants have been hated for ages by the time this starts? They're all being hunted down and gotten rid of, aren't they? Uh, I don't think we know exactly why. In the, isn't it in end the, times where... Oh. In, the, in the comics in Old Man Logan, there's a reason why a lot of them are dead, but I can't say. So, ah. so hasn't it gone then? But. So... It's it's a really old then, so it's gone hated, all right, back to made comics about them. Yeah, <laughs> back back to hated, back to hated. Hunted. Maybe that's it. Because there is a weird bit where he's got his normal Wolverine hair and facial hair, as opposed to the rest of the trailer where he's got like quite long hair and a beard. Yeah, and he looks like normal Wolverine, but he's talking Smart. to X twenty three. Right. So I can't tell whether that means X twenty three is really old. And she's great. been around for ages. What do you mean awesome? She was just might, really old as well. Yeah. So she's got like the twisted mind of an old woman that would be in, inside her. Really cool. And but also like the sexual preferences of a really old No, no, I'm not like into a it. 90-year-old you woman. You are on a roll today, Gavin. <laughs> <laughs> and you know what those preferences are? Bummy. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. I thought I, th- I think it's a really good try. I love Old Man Logan's one of my favourite comics. But James Mangold. He's had, in my, yeah, he made one of the fucking worst mutant films. What's that? The other Wolverine film. That he oh, made. right. I never watched that one. It's awful. Um, the, but that had an amazing Is trailer. Is that the Samurai well. one? Yeah. Mm. But that had an amazing trailer as well. Did it? Yeah. Uh, that's a shame. It's a worry. And that's the thing, because he picked, obviously, he picks really good storylines that are quite famous with uh, people who like Wolverine and like me. And I was really excited about it. And then mm. it was just. Dross, <laughs> like it's, it's awful. It's, to be fair, there hasn't been a good Wolverine film. No, like they're all awful. Oh, that first one's an unbelievable. Oh, what? Mess. I really like the first X Men. Okay, no, 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 the no, first no, Wolverine first. solo. Oh, film. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. oh no, okay, the one where Great. Deadpool is like a strange, yeah. like the Merc oh, with the mouth literally doesn't have a mouth. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, makes no sense. Yeah, that was really that's bad. actually that's genuinely that's one of the. Oh, and the woman with the big crazy manicure. Yeah. And will I am. <laughs> Yeah. Is that, Will I Am in it? Will I Am yeah, is yeah, definitely yeah. in it. When is Will I Am Where's in it? Where's a cowboy hat? Yeah, he's like a fairly major side character. Yeah. He's, he's, one, of he's one of Weapon X, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. No way. Yeah, it's one of the worst. That's that's, uh, yeah, I, I'm kind of excited for it, but let's see. There's swearing in it let's now. See. You don't dun, like the dun, swearing. Dun. Didn't like the bit where Wolverine says, holy fuck. Yeah. And this is from someone who swears a lot. I just, mm. I don't know. I feel like American It didn't earn it. Nah. Although I think, the like we said, I think... It, the punchline, which is Professor X says a swear, and you're yeah. like, "Oh, Daddy said a bad word." Um, yeah, it would have worked better if there hadn't already yeah, been it'd swearing. Be, it'd be more of an impact. I yeah. think. Professor but, X is now a poop emoji as well. But he is a he yeah, is. Patrick Stewart is playing the poop emoji in the same <laughs> film. He's got less quality control than I thought. <laughs> yeah. Maybe it's a, maybe it's a good unless film. that script's it amazing. Maybe it's apparently it's aiming to be the inside out of smartphones. <laughs> According to an article, bloody hell! Yeah. The thing is, right? Everyone would have laughed when they said they were making a Lego film, and now nah, that was good. Yeah, but we the also Angry Bird, the Angry Birds film generally good. Did you actually go and see it? I didn't. I didn't go see it. No, oh. I watched on a plane. Ah, but it's uh, it's generally a funny film. It's yeah, got, it's got they, you know they're getting these like good. Good writers, comedians like, and stuff. Like, I think because Krupa saw Lego Batman the other day, and he says very good. Yes, um, I'm well excited for that. But. Uh, you know that's got loads of people wrote on community and stuff like that yeah. writing on it like if they keep doing that I think that's pretty good isn't it, it feels like the community writers have just spread across Hollywood yeah. and made everything a bit better <laughs> it's really Aww. nice fantastic it's really good <laughs> um, but we speaking of scary events we went to another scary event last week did we nintendo switch <laughs> oh. what are you on about it was dark in there yeah we went to the hammersmith apollo which has never looked so small to me yes like it did seem very small weird, didn't it? it was it was a strange effect it must that have they been, had on it it must have been sh- no stage no there was no right? stage they'd so gotten rid of the stage everything up until there must have been loads cut off you reckon i yeah. don't think so 
Well, it looked very small. Anyway. It used none of the upstairs, though. So it was and small. that's all we've got to say well, on the Nintendo Switch. <laughs> um, but Alicia, you didn't come with us. No, I didn't come with you. So I've got a list of questions for you because, like, I've got loads of questions about the console. I'm the only one out of the whole team that's not seen... You could, have, you could have like taken that. my pass and gone down on the weekend, I realised. Was that even on the right, weekend? Right now, to the public. Yeah, we worked there on Saturday. <sighs> I went on Saturday. Yeah. I spent basically two days at that event yeah. and played about four games. <laughs> Hindsight is a beautiful yeah. thing. Mm. So I've got a list of questions for you. Go and on. I thought that we could we switch things up. You're as bad as Nintendo. <laughs> so if I ask a question... And say Joe starts answering, mm-hmm. then like at any point, random point, whose line is it anyway style? I can just yell switch and you've got to... No, you should click your finger. Basically. Like switch. Well, well, you can't I, click your finger, I can, can do, you? I can do my right, so I've got to hold the paper in my left. This is funny. There we go. Yeah. There we go. Right. Yeah? And then what? So and, we, so then, and so then If anything, you, I'm better with my left, Joe. Yeah, I'm better with my left. Really? Like this is me trying to do with my left. Yeah, it's a bit weaker. I can't, I absolutely can't. I listen to, it's a competitor's podcast, but I listened to the Eurogamer podcast recently, and uh, the writer of Alien Isolation and confirmed nice man Will Porter revealed that he can't click his fingers, and they spent about five minutes on their podcast really? with Christian Donlan trying to manually make his fingers click by, like, pulling <laughs> them. It was, like, they're fucking losing it. It's well worth listening to. Fun. So if you want to listen to three old men, <laughs> three disgusting old men well, not be able two, to click their fingers too young, like that. There's two old men and Chris Bratt and whatever who the Bratt soul is. of an old man. <laughs> Whereas at IGN, we're young and virile. Young, thrusting, bumming, everything. Except for Alicia's left hand. Exactly. Wait, so the switch bit, do I have to, mm-hmm. say Gab's talking yep. and then you switch. Yep. Do I have to continue You've Gab's got to continue point his for point him? For him. All right. Because you're basically one and the same. You both worked at official Nintendo magazine together. You have you're a bromance. Right. Let's do this, but I'm only answering three questions. Only three questions. I mean, cause I, just because I saw you got loads on there. <laughs> no, no, I do. I, I'm not going <laughs> to. You can pick, your paper you, you can pick three of those questions. <laughs> Good hosting, guys. And, and we'll ask, we'll ask them. Down you will the answer law. them. All right, okay. So make, them, make them good ones. Are you all right? I'll start serious. <laughs> you sound like you're just breaking down. <laughs> oh, I'm really hungover. Your voice, yeah, your really voice is just getting lower and lower. <laughs> yeah. No, I'm really, really hungover, and I don't know why. Well, right. I know why. We're going to talk yeah. about why. So sure. Oh, yeah. We? Fuck it out. All right, question one about the Nintendo Switch. All right. Which 1-2 Switch minigame are you guys most excited for? That's interesting. Mm. Who's going first? Yeah, whoever wants to go first. Go on, I'll go. Yep. Right. I'm just afraid of hearing that. Well, because we played a bunch of them, so I'm most but so I'm most excited to try a new one. And actually, Joe's has done a really, really good article where he's combed through a trailer to see what mm-hmm. games there are to be in there. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> How, this, this is the easy bit where you just give. I've not even interrupted you. And there's one that I really want to play, which is a ping Switch. pong game. Uh, the ping pong game, and it's explained very well in Joe's incredible article <laughs> about Wait, you all the Switch games. Yeah, okay. Uh, I am Gav now, and the ping pong game is really interesting. So both players have a Joy-Con. Switch, and, and that's uh, the thing about it is you don't you have to play it by sound alone. Uh-huh. So I've heard uh, in Joe's article. Switch. <laughs> so essentially what you do is you swing with the motion control to hit the shot mm-hmm. and then you hear it hit the table after hitting the shot and then the mm-hmm. person, based on the rhythm between those two things, then has to return the shot. But they can hold B or L or R and they can either spike it or lob it, which slows it down or speeds it up oh, so switch. you can start messing. And that's all I've got to say about it. <laughs> <laughs> Question two. <laughs> Hypothetically speaking, if you were to lend your Nintendo Switch to Vin Diesel for the morning, how do you think he might go about accidentally breaking it? We'll start from the beginning. So you go up to Vin Diesel and you say... Hello, Vin Diesel. Please... Remember me, baby. Please remember <laughs> me, baby. <laughs> well, he, he remember, when I interviewed him the other day, he generally remembered being in our studio and being with me and Rory. So. Switch. So that was nice. And anyway, back to the story. I'd hand him my switch and I'd say, please take good care of this. Goodbye. And after that, he would would really enjoy playing it because he's a massive nerd. I don't know if you know this, Alicia. Um, But uh, yeah, Vin Diesel's a huge nerd. He's like really into like uh, Dungeons and Dragons. 
Anyway, back to the switch. <laughs> What's the question? How he bro- how, how he break it? It's the durability question. How durable essentially is the switch? He would oh. find it hard to break the Joy-Con, which mm-hmm. are and that is the plural of Joy-Con, by mm-hmm. the way, is Joy-Con. Is it? Yeah. Which makes it look weird when you write it over and over again. There's no S on the end. Motherf- uh, and motherfuckers. So he'd struggle to break that. In fact, I think he'd struggle to break the whole thing. It feels very solid in your hands, like in handheld mode. It's got a real weight to it, which yeah. doesn't feel like it doesn't feel oh, like the gamepad at all. Switch. I haven't held it actually. <laughs> <laughs> this one person's all like just lying. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I haven't. Yeah, I haven't held it at all. So yeah. this is not switching, Gav. Yeah. Gav's complete inability to play this game is the best part. <laughs> <laughs> We've not established how Vin Diesel would break it. How would one go about breaking this? The point is, eat, eat it with his mouth. Great. The end. <laughs> I think. I think. In fairness, the easiest way to ruin your switch is to put it in your bag without a like case. a carry case. Like, gen- that's going to be the worst thing about it. Do people, do people do that? Well, it's going to. I'll be shitting myself. I'll be like, well, that's it. It's good. Quid. It's like it's got a, just an exposed screen, like yeah. anything else. You'd buy a case for anything else, but I've not really factored that into the cost yet, which is a bit of a worry. Let's make one. Hmm. Good. Make us a one, lot of loyal rap. listeners. <laughs> yeah, Mel, who made the little Finchie. Can you make us a Finchie-based thing? Get, on, like, it. Get on it now. Seven of them, though, so yeah. we can all have one. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Six, yeah. six, six, six. All right, um, third and final question. Gav loves this game. Yeah, Gav, Gav is having so much fun. <laughs> Go on, I'll play it properly now. All right. A few months from now, if you were in a cinema and a person sat in the seat in front of you was having a cheeky playthrough of Breath of the Wild with the screen dimmed, mind, what would you do? Death. Death to everyone in the cinema. Switch. Death. I'd continue the death. Switch. Um, And then I would go up to them and I would feed them. Switch. Uh, Their own legs (laughs) that I would bend all the way from the bottom of them back to the top of them. <laughs> and I'd spit in their mouth and I'd go, You like this? And you brought it on yourself. <laughs> and then I'd record it and put the whole thing on kink.com. <laughs> Ta da! I think that's everything. Go on, you I'll do one more because I like that. <laughs> now, now that I've played it properly. Finally yeah, converted I like, I like you this. to the game. Let's, let's do last one. All right, all right, I'll do a straightforward one. <clears throat> Um, why do you think there are so few games available at launch? No. (laughs) Ask a different question. (laughs) Ask a different question. (laughs) Look, I'll tell you which one to ask. (laughs) Your hosting goes overdrive. Um, I mean, I only had like... A funny question. A funny... (laughs) I had two silly ones at the end. Oh. Um... You ruined the pace of this. This was very well thought out. It was very well thought You made me skip out all the serious ones. Choose three. All right. All right. All right. Okay. Blue and red, Joy-Con or plain? Plain. (laughs) Plain. (laughs) Fuck me. No, actually, to be fair, looking at the console with the blue and red on it, Mm. it doesn't look as bad in real life. I think it looks absolutely fine, blue and red. I think... The grey is, if anything, is a bit boring. I agree. <laughs> <laughs> we've said Fabulous. we've said almost well nothing useful do you want, about do you the want switch. Do you know anything else about the Nintendo Switch? I actually do. I actually genuinely. I'll tell you do. what. I, what All I think right. about it. <laughs> yeah, uh, I think it's good. Mm-hmm. I'm excited for it. I'm excited for Snipper Clips. Snipper Clips looks fantastic. We played that together and we were brilliant at it. We the were. La- the lady was like, "You guys should be." No, she's actually she saw us playing it. And then she went, sorry, guys, no professionals. And we went, we're not professionals, actually. Did she actually um, say that, Gav? And she said, well, you bloody should be. And she had to have a big drink of water yeah. <laughs> to calm down. It was amazing. She said, she looked at us and went, the legends were true. <laughs> I heard whispers about you behind a campfire And once. then she got a samurai sword and plunged it into her stomach. Because <laughs> she couldn't bear to live on its own. I love With such perfection. What you've done there is not had your fill of the game you refused to engage with for so long, so you're just playing it now by yourself. Yeah. Yeah, Jesus like, Christ. No. Um, I, yeah, I'm really excited for it. I'm excited for some games. I wish there were more games for it, and I wish mm. Mario was coming out at launch. They well, have just... This, yeah, I was just about to say, they've just announced Binding of Isaac plus... 
is one of the Nintendo Switch launch games. It's not a new game, is it? No, 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 but it's going to be a launch game on Nintendo Switch. So there's six games in total, is that right? uh, On launch day, yeah. So that and Zelda on launch day, I'm kind of set. Like, that's a game that I can play... Like Zelda's just massive, well, and well, Binding of Isaac's like just constant, like little goes at it. That's real. Binding of Isaac, business. Zelda, one two switch. That's yeah. Uh, just Dance. Fuck off. Um, I think maybe Lego City Undercover. What? Yeah, they're re-releasing that. I mean, that is a good game. Don't get me wrong, but it's got Adam Buxton in it. At one point, that was one of the only Wii U games. Yep. So I've played that to death. Yeah, because. Maybe that's not launch day, but that is coming out. It's not even launch day. <laughs> Maybe not. What the fuck have they been doing? I don't know. It's coming out on it's PS4 like, and stuff as it's well. Like a three-year-old game. Yeah, it is a bloody good game though. It is alright. Yeah, um, very, I can't remember. One what of the rest funniest are. games I've ever played. That's insane. I, it's very funny. It's got Peter Serafinowicz in it though. It's got Peter Serafinowicz in it. It's got a man doing a really good Morgan Freeman impression. Oh yeah, I forgot um, about him. Very good. It's he, really... I think he's the guy from those adverts where he it was is, a yeah, white yeah, guy yeah, doing yeah. the voice. Yeah. Oh yeah, that's really cool. Oh, what game, man? That is good. Isn't Peter Serafinowicz like the bad? Yeah, I think he's the villain. Yeah. Oh, it's a very good game, but fuck that, though. <laughs> like, I've played it. I'm not playing that again. It's a big yeah. old game. Anyway, what? Um, so, yeah, basically... What else? Snipperclips is fantastic. Arms is really no, no, good. No, no, no. What else is coming out with I it? I can't remember. Let's look it up. <laughs> Just Dance. Just Dance, yeah. Can you yeah. imagine like being a kid and being, yeah. your parents buying you that and be like, oh, I've got this dancing game for That you. can't sell more than like nine copies, can whoa, it? Whoa, 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 whoa. Have you guys ever played Just Dance? Yes. yes. Rubbish. It's amazing. You're an insane right. person. Oh my gosh. How it can, can you... barely track what score you're getting. I... Never mind what? being that's, good. That's clearly really not the point, though. The point is dancing. I had a onesie party once where we were all in everywhere. onesies playing Just Dance. Why are you in fucking... Nintendo Lego City Undercover but not Nintendo Land why aren't they doing something like that oh because they don't well you haven't got the second screen like it's a different of course because yeah, you can't stuff. actually do because you can't connect like a Wiimote or anything like that to it it's just nah, mate. I do it's wish it's falling apart I do wish you could connect Wii U Pro Controllers to it yeah. I'm surprised you can't, you can't. no uh, that's a pisser are you alright <laughs> you seem very upset now have you got a pre-order yeah are you going to have a pre-order after this yeah, because it's Nintendo. Yeah. You know what they're doing. It'll be good. Um, I'm just looking at the launch games. I'm annoyed that Miiverse is, is gone as well, because I think Miiverse, I love Miiverse, and I, Miiverse Street is Pass is going to be the worst thing. Yeah, I wish that was there. As well. So, 1, 2, Switch. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, that's it. Also, I didn't know that 1, 2, Switch didn't come with it. It doesn't come with it. I know. That's fucked, isn't March it? Third. Just Dance, <laughs> Zelda. Binding of Isaac. Binding of Isaac. Binding of Isaac. Wow, there's loads in Japan. Japan have got it good. Yeah. We'll just get them. They've got Romance of the Three Kingdoms 13. Boom. Uh, Skylanders Imaginators. Fuck off. That's what I remembered. And Super Bomberman R, which is apparently very oh, good. actually, I, do, I, I like a Bomberman. Right. So that's that. I like a the Bomberman. I like a the Bomberman. All right, but good. Yeah, Snipperclips looks amazing and yes. Arms looks amazing. Those are the things you should be keeping an eye on. Very the good. console itself looks very sturdy. Yeah, they were and, the best games. And it would take a lot for Vin Diesel to break it. It would. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's going to be good. Like, yeah. it's not going to be as good as everyone wanted. But nothing ever is, mm. especially oh. Oh. life. That's a cynical outlook. <laughs> yes. Courtesy of us. They've got to learn this year. They've got to learn. Speaking um, of bleak looks at the world, let's talk about La La Land. Well, that's, an, that's interesting that you'd say that it's bleak. Have you seen it, Jane? No, I just made that up. Uh, I okay. assumed it's very upbeat. I mean, in fairness, I feel like musicals are the cinematic equivalent of Root Canal and a bunch of people listening what? have probably just gone, ah, because people really don't like musicals. There are a lot of people Disney who Disney films count as musicals? Yeah, I'd say they count as musicals, but animated also. Card- is it, they're in a different category. But you know how yeah. normally like Chicago, oh, Moulin trash. Rouge. That's alright. Um, yeah. Give me another musical. Uh, like Miz. Like right. we've had loads of big cinematic musicals come out recently, which have done Moulin incredibly Rouge. well. <laughs> Moulin Rouge is definitely a musical. It was yeah, out when I was like eleven. <laughs> okay, yeah, in the last ten years. <laughs> but. Lots of people are saying with La La Land that it's kind of revived the genre, mm. and I kind of, I kind of feel like we've already had quite a lot of popular musicals, so potentially that is an overstatement. What it is doing is it's harking back to that bygone era of Hollywood when it was the golden age of mm. musicals, where you had this kind of delight in the world and glitz and glamour of LA, and so that's the story that we have. We've got. Emma Stone, who is a actress who's trying to make it, she meets in a bar Ryan Gosling, who's a pianist, <laughs> who's trying you to make it as well. Pianist. 
Huh? Carry on. <laughs> if you you do, I, that Adrian Brody film is funny. It is really funny. <laughs> but um, yeah, and so they're just trying to make it and the kind of like the rest of the film follows sort of the arc of the American dream, this idea that if you put your mind to it in America, you can achieve your wildest fantasy, but also the reality of the choices and the compromises that you have to make. So it's this so really- Ryan Gosling sucking off an old director. <laughs> <laughs> Not quite. Lot of casting couch style video sessions. It's interesting though, because it's been, it's been described as the musical, musical for people who don't like musicals. And I normally really, really like musicals. <clears throat> How about make a musical this? for people who like musicals? <laughs> Jesus, <laughs> there's loads of them. <laughs> but it, do you know what? Like, People who like music are fuming. They're like, oh, so we're not watching that. Oh, thanks All a right. lot, Damien Chazelle. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot it's him. Yeah. I actually, I rewatched uh, yeah. Whiplash the other week. Whiplash is incredible. And yeah. there's a lot that feeds through from Whiplash into this movie. So there's, there's you know, Whiplash, there was a lot of shots where the camera would kind of like pan about and it would be like, it would move around the drum kits or it would like, he come to the sweeping. It was very kinetic filmmaking. Yeah, very kinetic. And that feeds through <laughs> into this. So there's actually, a lot of the musical numbers are shot in one shot, which is lovely. Like mm, yeah. that's gorgeous, especially the opening scene. And the camera kind of sweeps between everyone who's dancing and singing, yeah. and that's that's really lovely. It's a lovely. Film I do to I do want to see it. I'm gonna I'm not gonna go see it in the cinema. Does I'm, it feel like I'm gonna wait until I'm hungover and I watch on a Sunday afternoon? That sounds really and nice. I feel like I can see it being out. a good I can see it being a good hangover. To me, um, it feels like a sequel to the artist, in that the artist was like formally yeah a version oh, of those films brilliant, yeah. yeah and this is formally a version of the films that those like singing in the rain style musicals that came after that yeah. I didn't... it's that like evolution of Hollywood and yes. harking back to it yeah I can totally see that I like, think fair play to it for winning all the awards and shit like that but the way that everyone, everyone was talking about the way that in the I watched a bunch of the speeches at Golden Globes and the way they talked about it was like the same way when like 12 Years a Slave was winning uh, awards. Like, and they talk about like how brave it was to make this film and stuff like that. Like, I don't think it was massive. Like, what the yeah. fuck? That's it's like, two, oh, it, it was, so, you know, it was you know, brilliant that we made this film. It's two of the most beautiful and well-liked people in the world. Yes. In a love story. In a beautiful film. It's just like, why, how was that hard to make? And yeah, I, ha- like, I have to say as well, like, I didn't like it as much as I thought I was going to like it because it, yeah. it is one of those it films that's been like massively overhyped. It seems like a perfect Alicia film. <laughs> and I went in being like, I'm going to love this. Yeah. This is going to be amazing. And I came out of it going, I enjoyed that, but I definitely have gripes with it. Yeah. And my main gripe is, you know, normally when you go and see a musical, um, there's music in it. There's music in it. What the is, fuck is the music? <laughs> there I hear there's like a 45 minute section where they don't actually sing anything though, in the middle. Towards, towards the end, there's a lack of music, which, so that this is a really interesting oh, thing about the, the, the movie. Normally musicals, so say let's use Chicago as an example. It's actually like super dark, quite dramatic. A lot of looking at human choice and kind of darkness and people screwing each other over all that kind of stuff very dramatic but it goes in and it's immediately like song and dance crazy and it's very like overhyped and it's bold and it's brash and it's extravagant and like this is very heavily stylized and really it often veers into realism Mm. which means that when they start singing I felt like it kind of pulled you out of Mm. the I didn't accept the fact that they were singing because it played out too much like a realist drama right and which then would veer into spectacular because I I, like the bits that I don't like about musicals is when they don't need to be singing the things that they're singing like Les Mis is I I really like Les Mis I thought it was brilliant but I hate it when Hugh Jackman is like I need to go over here to the door. Yeah. I'm just walking down the street. Where's my little girl? Just like, just say it. Just say the words, man. Just, uh, I'm going to go find my little girl. She's over there. Right, brilliant. Okay. I don't mind that with Les Mis because Les Mis is more of an opera than a musical in All the right. sense that everything is sung. So it is a stylistic like thing that. from pulling off and the stage Redmond's show. That's but, fucking awful at that bit, isn't it? But there's a bit, so there's a bit in this movie and this isn't a spoiler. Um, but be, I'll it absolutely isn't. It's, it's a romance. You know that there's... there's I thought you were going to say do a big, Brassy milk music number. <laughs> Stop well, singing. Why you? you hate spoilers? Go on. But there's a bit where um, Can Ryan. Now one day, if we just fucking decided musical podcast, we did a musical podcast and we just broke into songs. Like, we like, got that like that Buffy episode. Like that Buffy episode. Do you guys episode have episode 400s coming up? Ooh. We should do a musical. Episode 400s a musical. I'd be well up for that. 
Alex. But no, but Alex I, would never Alex do never it. So we don't, um, basically don't tell Alex that yeah. he's on the podcast Alex, and we're all Dale, singing. Pos- Dale's fucking not doing a music. Cooper <laughs> wouldn't either. I don't think Cooper would. Um, no, got, he got into karaoke Rory though when we did it. would be well up for yeah, it. Yeah, of course Rory's he would. Rory's one of the biggest yeah. show-offs I've ever met. Show-off powers would do it. We, well, I don't think we should do it for 400. What I think we should do is just like, it literally comes out of nowhere. <laughs> all right, cut all like, this out. We do like, it'd be like episode, I don't know. 380 and then people are like oh just another episode of IGN UK podcast and then suddenly hear like the keyword Boom. countdown like <gasps> things in the background dun, 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 that's dun, my solo dun, 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 dun. is it wait isn't did you say teenage countdown no I said teenage keyword countdown, countdown. I went, teenage I went, I went countdown that's from a film isn't it what Teen, teenage wasteland teenage wasteland it's not called teenage wasteland no 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 but it's from a film is it Oh, didn't they do like Tommy. a didn't they do like a rock opera? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's just do all those songs. So, um, <laughs> Let's just do Tommy, but Tommy. all about video games and all films. Of, oh my god, that'd be good. But yeah, it should be really specific to that week as well. Yeah, this is this is kind of all right. Everyone, right. Like no it. one tell, no one rest. tell anyone that we're going to do a music video just in case it scares them away. A music no, video? No, 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 music, no, no, no. you know what I mean. No, no, no. I'll get my bikini. Uh, yeah. But no, yeah, so basically, La La Land, to sum up, is a really, really good movie. Like, it, I genuinely really enjoyed it. Yeah. It just suffers a little bit from the premise that it's built on, which right. is trying to make musicals fit in with this kind of gritty story of human endeavour. Yeah. And then the musical kind of butts heads with that occasionally. Ironically, actually, I've been reading some reviews, people really like that mix. I find it really oxymoronic and Mm. kind of weird, but people have really liked it. So you might be one of those. Is Sing Street better? Uh, Yes. Okay, cool. Boom. Bye. (laughs) Watch that. It's on Netflix. Talking of music, and actually, this is really good. Mm. Because we could get this lady that I went to see called Tina Guo. I think her name is Tina Guo. Right? And she's a cellist mm. from the US of A. I thought um, that you were at the National Trust last night because I saw a picture on your Twitter of went, you with some middle-aged ladies. I went to, I broke into a National Trust party afterwards. Was this before? So this was after, right? Okay. This was after the concert that I went I to. I want to hear the arc of your evening. Uh, well, I, let's just talk about this. Let's concentrate on this. <laughs> I went to see a lady called Tina Guo, who is a cellist. She supported Hans Zimmer. She's very she? good. She's what very grade good. is she? I was grade five cello. She's at least grade four, well, I've heard. <laughs> so. I reckon I could probably do it better you, than her. Did you really play cello? Yeah, I was grade five. Awesome. Really? Can you not hear my accent? More, <laughs> <laughs> More stuff to add to the music collection. Who's all cello? No. That's happening. I rented it. Oh, bollocks. We can rent another. How much does it cost to rent a cello? £100,000. <laughs> well, the money we're going to be making from selling the podcast, it'll be fine. Um, but basically, she's got an album coming out called Game On. And she's covered a bunch of really cool uh, video game scores. And I went to watch a couple of them. Why? Why? Why has she done it? Because she likes video games. That's Why cool. did you watch it? Because I like video games <laughs> and video games music. And it was a fun thing to do of an evening. Top three songs she played. Top three songs she played. Uh, she played number three. Mm-hmm. Like, this wasn't in order. This is the, th- the order that I liked. Them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right? um, number three. The Skyrim music. Oh, that's good. Uh, the main theme. Did she have a backing or is it just her alone? Well, some of it, it was her alone. Others, it was a man on a guitar and a man on a keyboard. Mm. But I despised them. Oh, wow. so, why? <laughs> what did they do was to it, you? Was it Team Rocket fronted by Rory Mate, Powers? Do you know what? They, it would, no, but one, they were at least, they were 35 years old and they were on stage wearing, like basically dressed up like A. <laughs> and that annoyed me. They are definitely older than thirty-five years old. It, but at the, yeah, but at the time, I know, at I the know, time, yeah, I, I, they they big were shorts. But and the only time that they came on, they did a metal cover of because um, she started playing the Mario theme. This is not my top three. Uh, mm-hmm. She started playing the Mario theme, just normal Mario, trad oh. Mario, trad Mario, um, and then it went to the do 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 do. And that was a metal cover of da 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 da. Oh shite! Yeah, that's a very YouTube channel, isn't it? Yeah, it's very YouTube. Um, That wasn't very good. But anyway, number three, the Skyrim music. Mm. That was fantastic. Like it, it was so good. And not only was it really good, but um, actually, former Ask Men employee and has been on the IGN UK podcast a few times. uh, Beck's mate, her dad was there, and afterwards, I said to him, "What was your favorite song?" He went, "Paris Caribbean." 
And I was like, uh, it's so close. Oh, it really I didn't realise, but it's exactly like we it. had this discussion in the office recently, where oh, really? someone said the Skyrim theme tune, and yeah. I started singing it, and then someone just went, "That's, That's part of the Caribbean." Caribbean. Yeah. That's so interesting. Um, so that was very funny, but that was a really, really good uh, theme. Uh, other one, she did a Pokemon medley, mm. and it was fantastic. I saw that on someone's Snapchat channel last yeah. night. It looks amazing. Like oh. it was really good. What the what was it meddling? Uh, a battle theme, main theme. And something else. Okay. Uh, and then she did, uh, well, she opened, which I think was a mistake because it, <laughs> it was the best one. And it's, um, it was incredible. Cause it was, and it was basically, a lot of it was just her for that. Mm-hmm. Uh, but she did like a Zelda medley oh. about all the big ones nice. um, from Zelda. And That's it was amazing. Um, but she's doing a gig next, I think next month for the Hammersmith Hollow. Really? Oh, wow. Mm. The big small venue. venue uh, <laughs> yeah. tiny, tiny little switch bed. I thought you were taking the piss. <laughs> you said big venue. I was like, no, it's tiny. <laughs> um, and she's also supporting Hans Zimmer again in the summer. But her album, I think Game On is out pretty soon. So check it out. Because she actually, the Zelda medley she did, she's done a, a music video for it. Oh, awesome. Um, where she's dressed up as various Zelda characters. I'm out. <laughs> <laughs> um, but it was fantastic that sounds really like good. classical music yes cosplay no absolutely not but it was quite short so this is the thing because you only did five songs um, wow but that is short it, I was I'd got drunk enough in those five songs and the preceding hour mm-hmm. that I because we we have this gene um, which is like the not being able to say no gene yes. but also not wanting to stop meme one gene meme yeah so what like, situation are we referring well, like if we use if once you, once, you, <laughs> once you get to a certain point of boozed upness, there's no turning back. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Not no, going that's home it. That's or anything like that. So, but I wanted to stay out and party. Um, a lot there's a lot of video game people there who didn't. Um, so what I did was weird. I saw a bunch of people. It was it said the Royal Institute something B for okay. architects. Royal Institute Institute. What would, that, what would the letter B be? Bricks. The protection Bricks. of birds. <laughs> Bricks and architects. Yeah. Architects. Um, and down, we were in... British. British uh, architects. Well done. And we were upstairs in one room. And downstairs in another room, there seemed to be a, another party going on <laughs> that looked quite good. So I walked casually down the stairs yep. and made it look like I was going. And then I just beelined into the party. And I, as I walked there... There's no way you were as casual as you thought you were. <laughs> um, walked in, walked into this party, and there's a, just a giant projector. Oh, well, it's, the projector is probably normal size, but it was projecting a giant image, uh, and the image was the National Trust logo. Um, so I deduced from that that I was at a National Trust event. Um, so I started walking around, and these two By old yourself? ladies, these two ladies, came up to me. And they were like, oh, they were some like, you know, when someone's so posh, they can barely talk. Yes. Yeah, it was there. Um, I've met a lot. Yeah. <laughs> um, Remember my cello? Yeah. <laughs> but they came up and they were like, oh, so who do you work for? And I was trying to think of all the national. I go to, I think the National Trust is a national treasure. Oh. That's what it should be called. Bloody hell. Did you say that to them? There's a title for the podcast. That- no, because <laughs> um, no, I was trying to think of all the places that I've been National so were you, Trust. Were you just standing there by yourself? and Eating they the wandered and up? Were they? The were they... <laughs> Did they come up to you and genuinely ask out of curiosity? Or was it like a, who do you work no, for? No, 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 no. They, they didn't like come up. We were ba- I was basically by the food and so were they. Um, and then they were just like, they started talking to me because they were obviously quite polite. And I said, uh, I was trying to rack my brains for all the National Trust places that I've been in the last year. And the only one I could remember was Tintin Abbey. Which <laughs> 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 um, is a fucking good abbey, man. Like, it's such a good abbey. Um, with the National Trust uh, subscription alone, if you ask me. Um, so I told them I was the caretaker. Well, I either told them I was the caretaker or that I like, owned Tintin Abbey. <laughs> one of the but, two. Um, yeah. And I got away with it for a bit. Got I had at least three glasses of red wine with them, yep. which is probably about forty-five minutes. I can't believe you got a chat. selfie with them. Forty-five minute chat. Got a selfie with them, and then a security guard came and noticed me. Really? I was like, uh, were you at the party upstairs? And I wanted to say, mate, I'm at every party. <laughs> upstairs, downstairs, and, uh, but I just went, yeah. And he went, can you leave? And I'm like, yeah. Is this in front of your new lady friends? Uh, they kind of turned away, so they didn't hear it all. So, as did, far, you say, did you say goodbye or did you slip I, off into the I night? I said goodbye to them and I said thank you. It was really nice chatting to you guys. I'll see you later. Uh, and I, man- I think I managed to front it up, so they did. They weren't like, "Who was that?" Poor. That's lovely. 
He was a prince, not a pauper. Well, you own a whole entire <laughs> abbey. <laughs> Anno. I, 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 I didn't mean to, but I wish I had. Um, I've got to ask something. Yeah. You started that evening on a date. Yeah. What happened to your date? Oh my God, your evening, Gav. It's fine. Let's, I don't want to talk about it. Okay, sorry, um, I didn't mean to bring that up if that's right. bad. It's fine. Uh, but anyway. <laughs> wow! T- Tina Guo, fantastic lady playing Thumbs the thing. Up. Well done. Uh, anyway, it's time for the very first canon game of <laughs> Keyword Countdown of the Year. Y'all ready for this? Mm. I'm so ready. Can I guess the theme? Yeah. Triple X. No. Vin Diesel. Uh, Do you know what? This I, I will be tickled pink if any of you guess this theme. Interesting. Um, Is it that funny a theme? No. I will just be very impressed because it's something that we haven't talked about in this podcast. Good. But oh, it's something wow. that is happening. And we talk about a lot of things on this podcast. No, it's in like today. Oh. And we fucking right. haven't, we haven't talked about a lot of things <laughs> we today. today. <laughs> <laughs> we Sorry, barely talked about things listeners. that we wrote out. Theme, <laughs> the theme's bumming, get on with it. <laughs> okay. Film number one. If you don't know what Keyword Countdown is, uh, IMDb categorized their films by a variety of crazy keywords. I've taken those keywords. And you have to guess what the film is just by the keywords. Joe is our reigning champion. He really is. Um, I'm our reigning user. Alicia doesn't like being out in the rain, so it's fine. <laughs> That's very good. Film number one. Home. Home Alone. Pain. Uh, this, home. This is fast. It could be Home Alone. Sorry. Um, Quarterback. Ooh. The film Radio with Cuba Gooding Jr. Ooh. <laughs> Sitting in a bathtub. Uh, oh, God. Panic Room. Um, I put that in because that is from I Am the Walrus, isn't it? Sitting in a bathtub. Oh, I don't know. Actually. Waiting for the guy to go. <laughs> That's the only reason you put it. In. Yeah, it made me laugh. <laughs> um, <laughs> woman in bra and panties. She's the man. <laughs> Makeshift rain clothes. <clears throat> what is this? It's a very important film for people of our age, Joe. The Notebook. <laughs> Knight in shining armor. Oh, I'm, uh, no, it's not even that. I was going to say The Princess Bride. Emotional detachment. When's the quarterback in the teeny? Good point. Princess Bride. Maybe the kid what was. was, the last one was Maybe the one? sick kid was. Emotional detachment. Quarterbacks. Burying a dead hamster. What? Fuck me, why is this? Final clue. Maybe it's a dead hamster. Reference to the shins. Oh, uh, Garden State. Yeah. <laughs> Never seen it. <laughs> Yeah, it's, I'll put it's that basically on my for people our age. It's fine for, it's, you should watch it. Have you okay. watched Away We Go yet? I um, saw that on top of my desk the other day. Got and I was literally, I was literally yeah. like, I need to watch I keep asking my housemates, and my housemates are never up for it. Fuck them. I know. I should Move watch. out. Watch it. <laughs> just, honestly, just watch it by yourself. It's watch amazing. It by yourself. But, like, have a good I, so, I have so little free time. Bollocks. No, my free time to myself is video game theme like time. I genuinely don't watch it's anything unless it's a social thing. all video games. Sure, it is better than... I can't... Oh. I can think of three video games I'd rather be playing than Away We Go. Yeah? Yeah. Well, it's a brilliant film. I'm not telling you what they are. Because <laughs> I picked that number out of my ass. <laughs> uh, well done. Joe, one point for you. Thanks, man. Uh, clue num- film number two. Friendship. Hot Fox and the Hound. E.T. Boy. About a boy. Three word title. About a the boy. <laughs> Pride and Prejudice. Intentionally misspelled title. Oh. My favourite keyword ever. Intentionally misspelled title. Step up three. <laughs> Writer, director. Writer. Um, oh, God, this is going to really piss me off. Stuntman. It's not Hot Rod. <laughs> Video camera. It's not drive. It's not Hot Rod. <laughs> 1980s. Three word tile. Super. Amateur filmmaking. It's not Super 8 because that's just got two words. Final clue Friendship Between Boys. I figured that already. Stand by me. No. No, we've had that before. Friendship. Boy. Three word title. Intentionally misspelled title. Writer, director. 
stuntman, video camera, 1980s, amateur filmmaking, friendship between boys. I feel like we should know this, Joe. And- Son of Rambo. Oh! Uh, never seen it. Oh, what a film. Son of Rambo is brilliant. <laughs> what a film. That's Garth Jones, isn't it? Yes, it is. And Adam Buxton's in that. Adam Buxton is in that. Bloody He's hell. an angry teacher. Yeah. Here we go. Film number three. <clears throat> Woman wearing only a man's shirt. Uh, that one uh, Citroen advert with uh, Thierry Henry. <laughs> oh, great <laughs> Submission. Oh, oh, oh. Um, secretary. Yeah. yeah. Damn it. <laughs> Were you going to say secretary? The yeah. only reason I got that is because you reacted like that. Wow. Nine Wait, points. Wait, well, how did my reaction get Because it made me think about the word submission because you jumped oh, straight to it. Oh, that's so... It was either Fifty Shades of Grey or that, but Fifty Shades of Grey was too obvious. So of course, it was secretary. Submission. So obsession. Sexual exploration. Pantyhose. Office. Sexual role-playing. Fetish. Animal role-play. Employer-employee relationship. It's a very strange film. Good film. Uh, Awakened film. a lot of things in me, that film. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I was talking about <clears throat> kink.com earlier. <laughs> Put it together. <laughs> Film number four Solitude. Hitchcockian. Suspense. That's just Hitchcockian again. Cult film. <sighs> Actor playing multiple roles. Split. Oh. Norbit. <laughs> Hitchcockian Norbit. <laughs> Video telephone. Video telephone. The game? Wedding ring. Minimal cast. Being John Malkovich? Mm, Harvester. Good guess. Harvester? What, like the place where you go for cheap lunches on a Final Sunday? clue. Good salad Dead body. <sighs> Joe, you're going to fucking lose your mind. I know. I have no idea. Solitude. Hitchcockian, suspense, cult film, actor playing multiple roles, video telephone, wedding ring, minimal cast, harvester, dead body. The stress on Joe's face. The film is Moon. Oh, no! (laughs) It's Joe's favourite. That's literally one of the best films ever made. (laughs) Hitchcockian, though. I'm not having that. It's not Hitchcockian. IMDb, mate. Video telephone and Harvester. I should have got it. Yeah, a Harvester. I was like, he's getting that. Sing- <clears throat> and single character playing multiple roles. I think of them all as the same role. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah. There we go. That's that's very much my bad. <clears throat> Everyone watch Moon. Final film. I haven't seen it for ages. I need to watch it again. Actually, I've only ever seen it once as well. Oh, here we go. Final film. 1990s. No background score. Ambiguous title. Violence. So many films in the 90s could be this. Aftermath. Tied to a chair. Ooh. Heist gone wrong. Never mind. Heat. Written and directed by cast member. Okay. Is this a Mel Gibson film? Colour in character's name. Lucky number seven. <laughs> That's not what I meant. Final clue. Ear cut off. Oh, Reservoir Dogs. Well Never seen One Reservoir point. Dogs. What? You should watch it. 1990s, no background score, ambiguous title, violence, aftermath, tied to a chair, heist gone wrong. This is another of my favourite keywords that making this debut, written and directed by cast member. Yeah. It's pretty good, isn't it? It's a good one. Colour in character's name, ear cut off. Well done, Joe. You, Alyssa, you got no points. <laughs> Joe, you got 11. In fairness. Not a great round. I think I've only seen one of the films. And also, in this if week. you'd got Secretary, yes. you yes. would have smashed Yeah, you had not. Actually, so yeah. Be, if, you would want, if you had got Secretary, mm. you, I've got nine you'd be points. top of the league. Would yeah. I? We've got this one we played today. Oh, it's literally. Do we reset? Yeah, I yeah. won season yeah. one. Oh, no way. Yeah. That's really, that's really I'm getting a trophy exciting. for next year as well. Sweet. And I started late last year. I'm amazing. Yeah. Um, and humble. Yeah. yeah. Uh, does anyone know what the uh, link is? Is it I've... directorial debuts? No, it's a good, good guess. That's a good guess. Um, that is a really good guess, actually. Lots of them are that. I don't know. I'm sorry. 
Who directed Secretary? I can't remember. Yeah. Some I... fucking prick. I don't know what's going on. I can't think what it is. They are all famously made big smashes at the Sundance Film Festival. Oh. Interesting. Which is kicking off this week. That's a good theme. Good, isn't it? Hard, that's theme. But that's the thing, because we didn't talk about... We didn't talk... I, I reckon... I think it's always good to do a bit on the podcast about some of the most mad films coming out of Sundance. Yeah. So really, I should have done that. That's right. <laughs> there we are. Um, that's a good idea. Yeah. I think the themes should be as hard as that, but worth more points this season. Because oh. one point for that. Yeah, because I think what I'll do, because obviously this is our game. We've made it. We change the rules as we go. We're mm-hmm. like rugby. Rugby changes shit <laughs> up all the time. Um, what I think we should do is just maybe just not like do the, that. Not do the rest of the podcast. The just theme is not based on something in the episode, maybe. Something that's happening in the world. Yeah. yeah. A couple of times I think people have got them based yeah. on. No, I totally agree. What was it? Like the Resident Evil one when yeah. we did that. Like I was just like Texture Mask, Halloween, stuff like that. So yeah. yeah. Cool. I think that's a really good idea. Well then, guys. Okay, really back. Oh yeah. What Number one. I about that. Okay. This is from Chris Venn. Yeah. <clears throat> on Monday, the second of January, <laughs> I went to watch Assassin's Creed movie with mates. Mm. At the local Odeon, they have four people serving popcorn slash drinks, etc. And everyone had decided to make one long queue down the middle and branch off as and when someone was available to serve. I hear that shit. I think it's all right. Really? That AI annoys me. Getting quite close to the front, some lady and her son decided to skip the queue and walk to the front when a space opened up. Renegades. Was that what you'd do? Absolutely not. Good. I fucking hate people pushing in and stuff like that. You're like this bit. I wasn't having any of this. Yes. I decided decided to ask her if she'd ever heard of a queue or wanted me to explain how they work. She's great. I don't... She just like looked. <laughs> she just looked over her shoulder at me and tried to dismiss me while the person carried on with her order. I decided to let it go as it was my turn to now get my nachos and drink. That lady grew up to be Michael Fassbender. <laughs> <laughs> Getting into the screen, we started to look for our premier seats. It was quite dark in there as adverts had started, so it took a bit of time. But when we got there, people were sat in our numbered seats. <gasps> and to make it even worse, it was the woman and was the lady kids. and her son and her husband that I had tried to explain how a queue works to earlier. Things got a Don't bit, you know how chairs work? Things got a bit <laughs> heated, and I asked them to move as they were against, and they were against the idea, as they were confident they were in the correct seats. I carried on as I had paid for these seats, so they needed to move and insisted they got their tickets out of their bag oh. to show me when... <laughs> and that's when it sank in. We'd walked into Passengers and not Assassin's Creed. Started another argument with the same family to then this time be in the wrong. Oh, that's awful. no. Rather quickly, we turned around and promptly found our seats in Assassin's Creed. Oh. Did they P- miss the beginning of the movie? I don't actually know. P.S. Ben Jett sounds like a right knob. He's the guy that wrote in about the, that you hated uh, right. writing about that Star guy. Wars. That guy. Amazing. Um, that was a good story. Do you know what? Something That's that's an amazing email. I yeah, love that. That's, that's a really, really good. Story. Who, what was that Chris Venn. Well done. Well done. Um, I was at a bar last Friday night, a very busy bar, and um, called the Well and Bucket. Mm. And um, they were on favourite bars, but it gets really busy on a Friday night. And it's got one of those like square bars, so everyone kind of queues oh, yeah. around it. That's horrible for the people it's, serving. It's really yeah. horrible for people serving, but also, like, I'm pretty decent at getting served at bars. Like, I can go, you know... But, like, some people are really timid and don't yeah. want to do that. So there was this bit where I, t- I, I went up to the bar and... There was two people there before me, and but they just weren't moving or making eye contact with the bar people. One of them was on his phone. I was like, "Man, come on, you got to play the game. You got to be yeah. a little bit more forceful about it." Um, this girl came over, and I was like, "Oh, that guy was before me," um, and I was like, oh, "I think the girl who was there was actually with him." So I was like, "Okay, fine." So I'm next. And the lady came over and was like, "Oh, um, what do you want?" So I got my drinks, and then as she was making them, I re- the, the guy moved away, and I realized I'd pushed in front of this girl. Oh, wow. I was like, so I felt terrible. Um, and about two minutes before that, there was this coked up dude who oh came God. up to the bar and was just like sweating. It's just like some fucking horrible city boy. He was like, oh, can I get two burgers over here, please? And one was like, yeah, you have to queue up to get them, though. And he was like, no, just two burgers over here. And the, guy, the woman was like, yeah, you have to queue up and order them at the bar like a normal human being. <laughs> um, so then he came over just uh, when that guy left and went in between me and this girl. And as the lady came back, she went to serve the guy because the guy was like like this. Oh. And he was like pointing at the thing. I went, oh, no, I think that girl's next. Sorry, mate. Oh, and, um, well done. And he went, 
I don't remember, I'd already pushed in front of it as well. <laughs> but I didn't know I did it. Um, but he was like, no, I just want two burgers, please. And he's like holding out 20 quid. The burgers were not 20 quid. He would have had to get more money out because they were. it would have came to 22 pounds. I'm not going to say you um, just took the 20 quid. <laughs> but he, he was like, I was like, no, she's before you, mate. And he was like, no, I just want to order two burgers. I was like, I know what you want to order. She <laughs> like, also wants to order some but drinks. I was like, she was before you. And he's like, it's no back and forth though, mate. I just want to order the thing. It's no back and forth. I was like, I don't know what, what that means. What does that mean? And I said yeah. to the woman, I was like, can you please serve her? Not this guy. And she was what like, did the woman say in all of this? Uh, nothing. Literally not wow. a single word. But there we are. Mute. That's why she never got her drinks. Here we go. <laughs> <clears throat> She's still there standing at the bar. Here we go. Your highlight has ran out on that one. Can you tell? <laughs> yeah. Three different colours. Beautiful. This is from Brandon McGee, who I feel like I've heard that name I a lot. know. Why do I feel like I know that name? Because McGee is a name that everyone uses as like a Like Brian McGee. <laughs> Hello, UK, McGee. Hello, UK That's team. Happy New Year. I am writing today because I just finished The Mechanic Resurrection. As in the film Mechanic Resurrection. Oh, right. <laughs> He's not been resurrecting mechanics in his garden. Uh, it's in lowercase, which is why... I'm a necromancer and I'd like to say a few words about the process. <laughs> well, it was in lowercase, so I didn't know what was going on. Yeah. I, because I'm writing today because I just finished the Mechanic Resurrection, which I found to be the best video game movie that's not based on a video game. It has everything I enjoy in a game story crazy intro to the character. Multiple missions with slight setup for each hit and a boss level. Although I enjoy the latest Hitman movie after watching this movie, I could couldn't help but think I would have been better. Oh, fuck off a minute. Oh, sorry, that's why you didn't do that. And a boss level. <laughs> Waiting to hear your thoughts on this idea. Basically. That's not even, a, you haven't put a question in it. The, it says at the top. Oh. What do you think the best video game movie that's not based on a video game oh, is? Oh, that's right. a good So the classic one that everyone talks about is the first Raid movie. Because it's essentially mm. moving up levels to the big Streets boss. Streets of Rage. It's, it's Streets of Rage. Yeah. Um, as is Dread. Basically Dread. the same movie. Dread's amazing. I would put I in... I Dread's better than the Raid. Do you? Yeah. It's a shame the effects are so shit, though. That's in what? what? Dread? Brings, yeah, like the big gun... When she has the big machine gun, Cersei Lannister, yeah. and she shoots up the whole block, yeah. it just looks rubbish. It looks really bad. I remember the... I, I went to see it in 3D. And I like, bet it would look much better in yeah, 3D. Because I, remember I saw him, cause all the drug stuff looks incredible in yes, 3D. Yes, yeah, the, the um, drug stuff was really cool. But I, didn't, I haven't seen it for ages. Um, I would also say that John Wick... Is an amazing video game style movie. Oh, John Wick's incredible. I'm gonna watch that this weekend. You've got to watch it before the next one comes out. Yeah, yeah, I'm gonna watch this because it looks rad. Uh, But doesn't something bad happen to a dog? Yes. Yes. I can't watch. You would be in hurt. But it's an entire film about someone taking revenge Revenge on the people. But you see the the you see the dog. You don't see it. You don't see it get hurt. Okay. You see the aftermath, and it's not gruesome. All right. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. I, yeah, I can't watch yeah, anything yeah, yeah. with animals being hurt. I really yeah. struggle with that, and it was, and it's okay because yeah. you also get the pleasure of watching a man hate people for yeah. murdering his dog. What yeah. else is video game movie, but not based on a video game? I'm, I should have asked you beforehand, really. Yeah, but, it's, yeah it's, it's, triple, the triple X films, Fast and the Furious, feels like like video game stuff. Mm. Um, I'm trying to think though of like you know we're going for action movies, which absolutely makes sense. Yeah, but yeah. some of my favourite video games are ones that are more narrative based mm-hmm. or ones with like multiple branching storylines and choices and stuff. What? I'm no like, guns? <laughs> no <laughs> guns. The, um, doesn't count. Not, not even a, a flick on the nose. Um, is there like, a is there a courtroom film as good as any Phoenix Wright story? Oh, uh, Runaway Jury. Runaway Jury. It's fucking brilliant. Really? Yeah, Runaway Jury. Twelve Angry Primal, Men. Primal Fear. Never seen that. <gasps> you haven't seen Primal Fear? No. What's oh that? Oh my god! If I watch Don't Meet This Again, you got to watch Primal Fear. All right, remind me. I'll do uh, that. It's got Richard Gere and Ed Norton in it. Oh, one of the. I think it's the first thing I saw Ed Norton in. That's pretty good. You've got to watch it. I will. It's really good. It's also got Laura Linney and it, Laura Linney film that was set came out in the nineties or the two thousands. And that's when Laura Linney was not afraid of getting a I see. <laughs> um, Good one, Gav. <laughs> um, Zero Time Dilemma is basically the Saw series. So the Saw series is basically Zero Time Dilemma. So awesome. there you go. That works. What else is a good... Well, okay. Well, so what do we think makes... What's a video game structure that fits within films? That's, that's what he says in mm. Mechanic Resurrection. The structure of the film itself right. feels like a... Vi- feels like a video game. Anything that's kind of like that Bildungsroman style of having something start and then work its way up. So like you take a character who starts from a low point mm-hmm. and then like the only thing I can think of, which is a really terrible example, but that would be like, you know, like Divergent. She's like really, really terrible at the I beginning and she can't fight. That's she, all right though. Like she, 
it's not an amazing example of the premise, but you yeah. know the, the whole idea is she goes and she learns how to fight and she becomes better and better and then mm. it like branches out. There is a, like, yeah, there's a lot of level upiness. You know, like it. anything. Hunger Games as well. Yeah, Hunger, Hunger Games. Games. Hunger Games is very I, video, like I the actual central game. fight in the Maze first Runner. film. Also, yeah, Maze and Runner. also yeah. actually, Maze Runner is basically Maze. a roguelike. Yeah, because yeah. yeah. it's constantly yeah. trying to get further on each run. But Hunger Games that that also has a really interesting mechanic in that she has to form alliances and stuff with the people within. So there'd be like that kind of telltale. So-and-so will remember that. Stab one, you in the back. Oh, kind of one, one of the fucking film with Tom Cruise in. Oh, Edge of Tomorrow. Edge of Tomorrow, Edge yeah. of Tomorrow is an amazing uh, video yeah. game film. Yeah. Um, Source Code as well, similar. Yes, that's the, yeah, it's replaying like, every game, every every life. It's very interesting. Yeah. It's basically an arcade game, isn't it? Yeah. Except the kindness is so... Um, the... I was going to say something really brilliant then. I've forgotten it because oh, you no. made a better point. <laughs> anyway. Right. Number three. I like that question. Mm. That was a good question. That was well a really done. good question. Well done, Brandon McGee. Um, hi, guys. With the Switch just announced, I'm very much looking forward to playing Zelda on the Switch with faster load times and portability. I'm also more certain that when I put the game in the system, I will be playing it pretty much instantly. This leads me to ask the question. If you could choose only one, would you rather have a system with faster load times and little to no installation for games that look and play great? Or would you rather have Uncharted 4 level graphics and have longer load installation periods? So what are you saying? So the point is, it's basically basically Switch versus PS4. It's like the Switch, everything's going to install quickly and play quickly because they're cartridges. Right. But they're going to look worse than our PS4 Pros, right. but those have 60 gigabyte installs that can take like a day on a bad Wait, although he is saying, doesn't, he's saying, install stuff on the Switch as well. You will have to, but it will install quickly because right. it's coming from a cartridge. I see. Oh, so he's saying, because he's saying in the first one, faster load times, games that look and play great versus Uncharted 4 level graphics. Which is that have better longer. than great. So that's yeah. better than great. Yeah. Sh- yeah, okay. I, I see I see the question. This is also, this is from Harmful Dasmos. <laughs> Harmful Dasmos. Manchester, England. Dad of three in mid-30s with little time to play games, let alone wait for the bastard things to install. So right. I think he wants a Switch. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I, I can't remember a, a time where I've gone to play a video game and the install has taken a shitload of You're things. insane. What are you talking about? I've had to do that so much. Do you have, much. like, amazing internet speeds? I have incredible internet at home, and it still takes ages yeah, to I've definitely I can't think of, I can't think of a time when I've done that. I just, just got a lot of stuff on. I just got to do something. That's I'll probably what it is. I think... Um, Ethan Zero. The thing, window. The thing that we're, the thing that we're missing Harass here... Harass a bird. I, <laughs> you could, no, um, I meant flying bird, not yeah. disgusting name for Jesus a lady there, by the way. Guys, before you jump down my throat. Anyway, Laura Linney. Um, <laughs> oh God! The thing, the thing that we're not talking about is he's saying this based on just general principles, right? I think that I would prefer. I don't know if this is true. At the moment, I'm more excited for a Switch than I am for anything on PS4, and that's partially because you don't need good graphics on a Nintendo console no. to have amazing looking games. Yeah, like Mario Kart 8 mm. is one of the best looking games of this generation, and it's on a Wii U. Yeah, like. They just know how to make stuff look and run well. Yeah. So it's kind of hard to tell. Although, actually, I don't think Zelda looks that nice. Like, I think its environments are quite bad looking. Like, yeah. art design is amazing, but, like, textures and stuff just look all muddy and strange. Yeah. Mm. I don't know, even in that new trailer. Big old mud shit. I don't know. I, I completely understand why, as a parent, with little time to play games, I've seen so many tweets from dads and mums on Twitter who have clearly sat down to play something really looking forward to it kids are in bed they've only got like an hour's gaming window Mm. and then it says an hour and 15 minutes install time for this update and they're like and i can imagine that is really really frustrating they should have thought more about whether or not they wanted children what's that thing (laughs) it's that thing at uh, every christmas where people on twitter go don't forget to install all your games before your kids open them on christmas day which is like the saddest thing about the modern wow. world. Yeah, no, it's, <laughs> it's mad. Isn't it? yeah. Wow, um, I've never seen those tweets. Actually, I've yeah, seen a lot of you those. remember the fucking uh, the thing with the Wii U? Remember the like the Wii U had a massive uh, oh, it was, patch update, and it could you couldn't use it before yeah. it installed a patch. Can you imagine that on Christmas Day? Awful, utterly fuming. Yeah. Just it's ridiculous. watching a bar go across. And actually, I don't even think that bar was like like the good bars in uh, 3DS, where it's like Mario running. Yeah, uh, uh, yeah. It's uh, what's the 3DS? It's like a little 
present being dropped, yeah, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. And then, good which one's Pikmin? Oh, pick. Oh, the Pikmin system is transfer. When you transfer the system, which is beautiful. Yeah. Like so, if you had a three, an old 3DS and you were transferring that to the new one, uh, it was Pikmin carrying things across. So you had one screen here of a Pikmin, but they were literally oh, walking adorable. across with your little and bits. they, uh, but they got them all into a rocket, and then yeah. when it was ready to transfer. The rocket flew from your old console to your that's new one. Amazing. And that's amazing. And one Pikmin gets left behind oh. because that's Pikmin and dies on your old console. Oh my gosh. Because Pikmin is one of the cruelest games that ever. That is dark. I know people who cried watching that system transfer yeah. animation. <laughs> Man. It's really fun. Nintendo are brilliant. Aren't They're they? incredible. Yeah. So, yeah, Switch, go on. Yeah. Cool. Good. Awesome. What a fantastic podcast. I hope you've learned something. I'm sure we've learned something about each other. And I've learned about bumming. As long as none of our bosses listen to this, we'll be back next week. Thank you. Goodbye. Enjoy yourselves. Bye. Hey there, it's Rachel Ballinger, and I am extremely excited to invite you to Rachel Uncensored. It's my podcast where I sit down and get real with my friends and celebrity guests, where we talk about all sorts of topics. And sometimes we might be under the influence when we do so. We cover things from personal stories to hot button issues. And it's the only place on the internet you can find an uncensored version of me. It's a side of me that you might not have seen before because it's not the most family or brand friendly. But don't worry, I'm still sort of slightly a decent human being. If you're intrigued, then make sure you check it out. New episodes drop every Wednesday. You can find it on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Trust me, you won't want to miss out on the fun and candid conversations we have here on Rachel Uncensored.